It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Full of frustration, full of despair, from years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation, two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware, and they found... Major League Soccer. Get him! Uh, 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 Get him! Uh. This is the MLS UK Show. Yes, welcome once again. Week 9 of the MLS UK Show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. We've titled this The Sacrifice, because this episode focuses on Toronto. Well... What a weekend of MLS action. We'll talk about Toronto, but they were goals, goals, goals. So many goals. Uh, We'll also chat to Toronto fan Tim to find out what is going on. What is Greg Vanny up to with his squad selection? Yeah, I forgot to do my fantasy team again, but I kind of struck lucky. We'll be having a look at see how our teams have done this week. You got away with it annoyingly. And of course, we'll look ahead to this weekend's action. It's week 10. MLS UK show. So uh, it's been a busy weekend, hasn't it? Lots of goals, which we love on this show. So many goals. Do you reckon, here's one for you before we start. Do you reckon this weekend's goal total was more than, less than, or equal to the total record of goals in an MLS weekend? Oh, ever? Yep. In history. In history. There were 14 in the first two games, wasn't they? And then you had Houston. I reckon I reckon it was equal to. Sure. Yeah, and we can blame the couple of penalty misses that it didn't beat it. Joseph Martinez, you mean? Uh, he scored a couple <laughs> of minutes after it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it was equal to. Ah, right. Oh, 
Martinez. It was equal to a record. I'm blaming Martinez just for the terrible run up, but we'll we'll get we'll get to that. Um, shall we go straight in? Let's do it. We've got a lot to cover this weekend. Last week we decided that we were going to start taking these predictions seriously. I can't remember my predictions, so I don't know whether I want us to start doing this or not. Oh, don't worry. I've I've wrote them all down. Oh, I've got them here. Excellent. Uh, so as we go through the games, let's take a look at our predictions as well. What are the rules going to be here? What's like the scoring system? Uh, well, we had a discussion about this before recording the podcast, and it was it got a bit complicated. So uh, we've just decided on five points for the correct outcome of the game and ten points if you get the correct score. Okay, so for example, uh, SKC Vancouver. Uh, if you got an SKC win, mm-hmm. that's five points. Yeah. If you had 6-0, which I don't think we did, <laughs> no. you get ten points. Yeah. Okay, simple. I like it. Let's do it. SKC v Vancouver it was 6-0. It was. You said it was going to be 2-0. I said 2-1. Okay. So we both get five points on this one. And what a performance this was, especially Johnny Russell. This was so good. I On Friday night, I was really awake when we got home. Obviously, as we say every week, we work until 10 p.m. UK time. Uh, this kicked off at like 2, 2 a.m., wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I actually managed to stay up until 1.45 playing football manager. Uh, I've got an MLS save going on on football manager. Um, and I fell asleep at about one, two minutes past two, and, oh. and it hadn't kicked off. And what a game to miss. To be fair, though, it, it wouldn't have finished till about four. Like, that was a terrible decision. Yeah. Um, no, you got a lot closer than I did. I think I was about 12 o'clock midnight, and I was just like, I'm so tired. I had a busy day on Saturday. Uh, so I had notifications on my phone for any, whenever a goal uh, happened, and <laughs> unsurprisingly... I woke up with no battery. I was like, well, what's up? <laughs> Turn it on. It goes, so 6-0. Like, uh, SKC have started the season really well. The top of the league, they just absolutely smashed Vancouver. Um, what are we going to do with this one? Should we talk about the goals? Should we talk about just the matches as a whole? I mean, there's a few... There were some stunning goals in this, so I feel like we do need to we do need to talk a little bit about about the goals in this. It could have been so different as well. Rayner missed that golden chance six mm. six minutes on the clock. It's nil nil. Uh, Whitecaps midfielder Rayner clean through on goal, missed it. And his well, his game didn't get better <laughs> from then on, which we'll discuss in a minute. But just four minutes later, Johnny Russell first goal of his. Uh, a, a great sweeping sort of shot into the bottom left caressed caressed let's go with that into the bottom uh, far corner across the goalkeeper and we we seem to praise Johnny Russell every week on this podcast because obviously he's from the UK we want to support him and he's he just had the game of his life I still don't think he's had enough praise like we might mention him every week that the way he played in that match he was absolutely formidable and you know what? You can tell the amount of confidence he's got at the moment. That third goal, which made it 4-0, yeah, 4-0, where he takes the corner, plays it to the edge of the area, then runs on for a 1-2, and then just sort of sidesteps the defender and puts it in the far corner. The confidence that must be going through his head right now. If you think Zlatan's confident, Johnny Russell must also. He, maybe not the lion, maybe more, I don't know. A, a, a the big, hamster. A, well, a big cat. Let's go with that. The big cat from SKC, Johnny Russell. So uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. First half, all the action in the first half, there was 
three goals, a penalty miss, and two sendings off. <laughs> what Let, more do you want? Yeah, let's talk about the sendings off. Um, if Vancouver's day was already bad enough being 3-0 down after half an hour, uh, having two men sent off in the same incident didn't help things, did it? This is a this is a complete lack of discipline. And th- yeah. this is the games where you're going to get beaten 6-0. You know, having two men sent off, it doesn't matter whether that happens at 0-0, 4-0 or, or 6-0. From that point in, it's only going to get worse. That's a real... That's a real issue for me, a real disappointment. Yeah. Because I'm... because that just that just gives the other side an edge that they didn't even need on you. Yeah, let's compare their I know it was they had two players sent off, uh, Colorado away at RSL. Mm. Tim Howard gets sent off after twenty four minutes. And yeah, they lost the game three 0 but the RSL's first goal was what after eighty minutes. Yeah. They so, held on. Yeah, they held on for an hour. That, to me, seems like a disciplined side that are willing to go, right, we're against it now, let's, uh, you know, and yeah, they lost 3-0. We all, we've seen so many times teams go down to 10, 10 men. And if you restructure, if you reshape correctly, and you have a bit of discipline, you can't just commit more men forward. You you can sometimes play as the better side. Yeah. Because you're being more disciplined. This didn't happen with Vancouver. No. Um, and then, so it was already 3-0, down to nine men. Uh, it was it, VAR helped. Well, VAR kind of helped in this one, but the, the fact that on the replay you can see the referee looking, um, he just looking straight at Rayner as he sort of dragged Russell to the floor. He's going to get sent off. Um, and, yeah, it was just really, really poor from them. So where are we now? So it's just about to go into half time. It's three nil. We're down to nine men. Johnny Russell again wins the penalty. They miss it, but just he he comes in from the wing, and they've took him back to the wing, haven't they? Causes so many problems from the wing. We we touched on this before. Um, he was playing a bit more centrally, and we said he causes causes issues on the wing. It, when he gets the ball, he just drives forward with it. Doesn't matter whether there's one man, two men in front of him. He just drives at them, and he will cut inside. And once he gets in that box, you do not want to go near him. No, defenders will be petrified to touch him. You can either let him run past you, and he'll probably stick it in the top corner anyway, or you can try and make that tackle. But if you get that wrong, penalty. Yeah. As the commentator said when Russell scored his second goal, uh, Russell du- doubled his pleasure. That was in America. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Neither do I. He then tripled his pleasure uh, with the third goal. So that's now 4-0. Then uh, Lobato and uh, Quoche. I, I think I've said that right. I've been practising Quoche. Um, he got the, the sixth goal. And it was just a dominating performance from SKC. And for Vancouver... I, would you be worried if you was a Vancouver fan? Uh, I mean, if you look where they are at the moment in the table, they they are still in the playoffs. However, they've now conceded seventeen goals. Losing four losing four games is a worry. That's fifty percent of the games they've lost. To still be in that in, in that position, I think shows that the West is maybe again not quite as strong this year. They need to, they need discipline. It's like we mentioned, even with eleven men on the field. You need that discipline from from the off. They had a chance on the road through Jordi Reyna to go and take the lead. You have to take that, and then you have to say, right, we need to try and defend this lead. They just got it. They got it all wrong. Two men sent off. I don't particularly blame Carl Robinson for this because once once you're down to nine men, what what are you going to do when you're on the road in in MLS? Yeah, well, they've lost three on the bounce now, so they'll be looking to get back to winning ways. Um, Jimmy me- Jimmy Madranda, by the way. 
Yeah, what a goal. This, uh, How have we not talked about this? There's so much to talk about in this game. And we'll be doing a goal of the week again. Uh, we've both chose our favourites. And going off Friday night, we would like, goal of the week, easy, Majanda. Yeah. Then, we, well, we discuss this later on. But for him, he's in a, cro- a position where not, normally you'd cross the ball. Mm-hmm. Complete catches the goalkeeper off guard. A what a finish. It, I, like, why he's even trying from there is, you sort of think, really? Because if he misses that, you're just like, what, mate, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but really, really impressive goal. And it's it's one of those, should be crossing it. And the second he doesn't, you think, why have you done that? And then it just di- somehow goes almost near post over the keeper's head. I mean... Unbelievable goal from that angle. It was, and uh, I don't. I think either MLS retweeted it or Vancouver. Uh, sorry, not Vancouver. SKC retweeted it. Somebody was filming it right behind him in the crowd, and you can just see the the sort of it was. Do you know when it's the you hit the ball just sweet on that sweet spot, and yeah, caught the goal, goalkeeper off guard. It, poor goalkeeping, let's face it. But you've got to just praise the goal for this to even be taking the effort from there. Fair play. Um, so moving on, this is now on Saturday evening. I must admit, I didn't watch this game. I was uh, off to a family party, but you were texting me updates on this Montreal versus LAFC, and I was gutted that I missed it. See, I I won loads of money on this game because I just kept betting on another goal. Oh, there'll be another goal in this, another goal in this, and they just kept coming. And then it got to towards the end, and I went, "Now nah, I'm done now," and there was no more. I was so happy. Um, but this was entertainment. I think maybe more more so than the SKC game, just because it felt like a bit more of a contest. Yeah. Um, but Montreal, can we just say, Montreal started really, really well. Montreal looked really, really strong. In the first 10, 20 minutes of this game, I thought, no way, LAFC are not, not getting anything from this game. Um, really, really strong start. Piatti gets a hat trick in this game, and at halftime, they're 3-1 up. Now, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you know where I'm going with this. 3-1 at halftime, at home. As a manager, what do you do? Down to 10 men. You keep it tight. And, yeah, especially against LAFC, a great attacking team. It's like we've just said. You're, 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 you've got the lead and you're, you're against 10 men. You know they're going to come at you. That's the only way LAFC know how to play. You can't just you can't just sit back and hope to defend it. Cause that's not going to happen. You've you've got to be organised. You've got to pick your moments. You probably know that you need another goal to be safe, if you're being realistic. But they just they got it so wrong. LAFC were just straight out of the blocks. Yeah, unbelievable start to the second half, and for it to for it to finish five three to LAFC. Th- Montreal three one up at halftime. It finishes five three. It reminded, reminded me a lot of the LAFC RSL game from mm. early in the season, especially the last goal, Blessings goal, where the goalkeeper just made a hash of it, really. Yeah. Uh, and it just seemed like the more LAFC would... Because I'm going off the highlights, the more they were getting back into the game, Montreal's confidence just dipped, and he just sort of down tools and went, right, we're not going to get anything from this. And it's such a shame because of the way that they started the game. So I'm asking questions, but once again... Of Remy Gard. I like how when they beat Toronto and Seattle, it was like, oh, no, he's a good manager, Remy Gard. Yeah, I think he'll do quite well. Now, lost a few. Oh, he's rubbish. Gard out. 
Now Wenger's out, Maybe move on to guard out. 3-1 up at half-time. I know, I know. Um, it was a game of two halves, but it's nice to see Piatti getting back on the goal score sheet. That's his second, third and fourth goal of the season. But um, but Montreal just seemed to me like a team where they just need Piatti. And I know Vargas has been scoring goals, but they need we need Piatti on form and if he is then they'll they will score more than they'll concede. He looked really dangerous. Yeah. The the third goal, the volley, beautiful. Really nice goal. Excellent. Um predictions were predictions you you said one nil LAFC. Yeah. I said nil nil. <laughs> it ended Montreal three LAFC five. <laughs> you said nil nil. And there was eight goals. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm guessing you don't get any points for that. Uh, no. However, you get five points yes. for that. So uh, you're now on ten, and I'm on five. <laughs> Keep up, mate. Come on. New York Red Bulls won Chicago two. Uh, we both said New York Red Bulls would win this one. It didn't happen. Your goal of the week's in this game, isn't it? I can't believe. I know it's so difficult to pick a goal of the week, but... I can't believe you've not gone for this one. You know what? I would have gone for this one, but you chose it first, so <laughs> I had to choose a different one. Uh, yeah, Katai for Chicago. This is an unbelievable goal. If this was, if this happened in one of the major European leagues, we'd we'd be seeing it all over Twitter all week. This is the thing we all know. If Ronaldo scores this, you watch it over and over and over again. Everyone, oh, he's the best player in the world. This is the technique to volley a ball. From from that distance and that position, it it was an absolutely stunning goal. Yeah, just to explain, if you've if you've been living under a rock all the weekend and not seen this goal, corner, it was two touches. Mm-hmm. That was it. Corner, far post, Katai. Uh, so the left hand corner of the is a corner from the right, left hand corner of the box. First time volley, top corner, absolutely exquisite goal, um, and that helped Chicago to a, a, a much needed. And very impressive victory at New York Red Bulls. That's why it was goal of the week. So you should vote for it because it's my choice. Thank you. Get involved on Twitter at MLS UK Show. Yes. My choice. We'll be putting the videos of the goals up uh, later this week. My my, my choice. Vote for that one. Thank you. Uh, Columbus 2, New England 2. We did. You said Columbus has scored 2. I said New England has scored 2. However, we both said 2 1. So we uh, don't get any points (laughs) for this this one. Orlando, Orlando three, San Jose Earthquakes two, another win for Orlando. <coughs> oh. <coughs> Are you ready? <coughs> Sorry, just just clearing my throat. Go on, say it. What? No, you say it every week when Orlando win. What? No, say it. No, I don't want to. Oh, brilliant! Okay, it's just we... what we do now. I don't. I don't need to. So you don't want to say get in? No, it's just uh, you know it's almost expected now. Um, just it's just what we do. We just win games. Well, you didn't expect it because you said it'd be one-one. I said it'd be two-one to Orlando, so I get five points for this. Why would you get five? Because I because Orlando won. Get I, in! I fell for that one. <laughs> get right. in! Moving on very very quickly. I've only done two. We've won uh, four in a row. Get in! And no, I don't know. Maybe three's enough. I don't know. Can we move on yet? Overkill. Isn't it? Yeah. Go on. FC Dallas versus Philadelphia. Get him! Ah! FC Dallas versus Philadelphia Union. 
FC Dallas continuing their unbeaten run. The only team now with an unbeaten run since the start of the season. Uh, you said 1-0 to FC Dallas. I said 3-0. It was 2-0. <laughs> so we both get five points. And um, I, this was the game of... Uh, it was all Dallas, let's face it, wasn't it? All Dallas in the first half. It, they, they could have had a hat full in that first half. I've got a defensive rant to have again. Go on. It was New Who last week. Yeah. I mean, heads up, it's going to be new here again this week. <laughs> uh, but Trusty, what a terrible name for a defender if they're not any good, really. Yeah. Trusty, Philadelphia, could easily have stopped the second Dallas goal. Do you agree? Yuruti went, he threw on goal, went yep. round the goalkeeper, slotted it in. Yep. No problems. Yeah, Trusty was... He was close enough to the ball to at least touch it. Or he could try have and stretched it. or... Like the keeper, he's gone around the keeper and he passes it over the line. And Trusty's just sort of like jogging back, just casually, like, oh no, they're going to score a goal. Slide in, at least look bothered. If he slid and didn't make it, you think, all right, fine. But he's, it's like New Who last week, just jogging. I won't tolerate that. I'm no defensive expert. I was a striker. I mean, I wasn't good at that either, but like, don't, come on. Effort, effort is the minimum you expect. You do, that's the one thing, if I'm being honest, we all love MLS and we're all a part of this MLS journey and we want to spread the word because it's entertaining, but come on, that that doesn't happen in, in the League 2. It doesn't happen in League 1, Championship, Premier League. But that's why we love MLS, lots of goals, because the defenders <laughs> don't get I mean, that, this whole weekend, like defenders just had a week yeah. off or something. Uh, shout out to Oscar Pereira as well, the FC Dallas manager, because... I noticed. So he made two subs. He brought Diaz on, and three minutes later, he scored the penalty. Mm-hmm. Then he brought Yeruti on, and five minutes later, he got the goal. So yeah. two super subs. There's one in the game. I like that. Good work. Uh, Rail Salt Lake, 3 uh, 0, Colorado Rapids. Colorado have been playing well recently, and uh, I said Rail Salt Lake could win this I could just see it I could feel it in my water that Colorado's good form would end I said 2-1 to Rail Salt Lake you said 1-1 mm. it was 3-0 this is hard to predict RSL and Colorado they are just that those two sides that it's really difficult to from everything from I mean I'm not I'm not being harsh but everything from the kits to the players there's nothing glamorous about these two these two teams whatsoever it's, they're the two that are really difficult to take notice of yeah. and I just went draw <laughs> well I think we we touched on it before credit to Colorado because Tim Howard got sent off in like the 24th minute uh, he came out of his area he didn't get to the ball first he closed him down the striker had a shot Howard saved it but you can't do that outside your goal so he got sent off and for an hour the Colorado defended quite well. You know, Rail Salt Lake, they had a few chances, but I don't think they, they necessarily created that much for the uh, substitute goalkeeper. Until? Until your favourite player for Colorado, because he used to play for Ipswich, Blech. Tommy Smith. Let uh, me let me have this one. Yep. Tommy Smith. <laughs> Tommy Smith. Right. Colorado have got a lot of players that have played in the UK. I don't mind that. I like that. Not Tommy Smith, though. Don't sign Tommy Smith. Terrible player from a terrible team joins Colorado. And this, 
this is just abysmal. How they've got any complaint about this whatsoever, I don't know. There's defending, and then there's being that desperate that you're sort of lying on the floor and palm the ball away. It's literally just lying on the floor, acting like a goalkeeper. He'd had to go to VAR, though, so he nearly got away with it. <laughs> I don't understand how. Tommy Smith, useless. Uh, Platter scored the pen, 82nd minute. Uh, then they doubled the lead, or doubled the pleasure, as the oh. commentator in the SKC game likes to say. After 89 minutes, and then my goal of the week... Triple the pleasure. They tripled the pleasure, just because I can't have Katai's. Uh, it was kind of fun for me then to look around and see, well, what could I have? And I know there was a lot of screamers and there were some great goals. However, and I this, like this. this isn't because he's got the same birthday as me, but Rusnak, <laughs> <laughs> 7th of July boy. No uh, one cares. So Rusnak, he had a free kick and it was from the right-hand side about, what would you say, 25, 30 yards out? Yeah. He uh, normally, to the right-hand side, you'd go to just curl the ball into the box. He's Left right... foot. Yeah. He, instead, give the goalie the eyes from 30 yards and just put it into the, the top corner. I thought, it, again, I love confidence. And I think for, uh, people like to slag off MLS and say, oh, it's a retirement league or whatever. But there's enough players there, like Rusnak, who, who is really just starting his career. The confidence they've got some of these players to attempt that and for it to pay off it's a great goal I, um, I, I love this I have to admit it it would have been my my second choice Just it's just cheeky I love it it's the technique and not just the technique of striking the ball the technique of the eyes the way he stands over the ball completely deceives everybody yeah. I think I think there's there's players on his own team stood next to him that had no idea that was about to happen great free kick and um I wouldn't even be mad if that won goal of the week. Uh, well, vote for it, because everyone's voting for Kikatai. Let's vote for Rusnak. <laughs> uh, right. Last game on Saturday night, and it was uh, it was another victory for Atlanta. It's getting boring now. Away at LA Galaxy, 2-0. Um, and <laughs> Martinez even thought, you know what, I'll give LA Galaxy a chance. I missed the penalty. Right. Stop you there. <laughs> I don't want to spend too long on Atlanta, because, you know, it's Atlanta. But... What is that stupid run-up he does? If it works, it's good, and you praise it. But Like Rusnak's goal, if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, it's rubbish. Talk me through what he does. He just sort of stutters. Try He tries to see if the goalie will make a move so he can... But he, like, jumps in the air. He's he's jumped into the air. He likes to get a, a 9.8 for doing it. But when you're in the air, here's my thing. You can't adjust your body position. Presumably, you stutter. When you take a penalty, you, the point is you stutter so that the keeper makes the first move and then you tuck it the other way, right? Yeah. When you're in the air, you can't adjust <laughs> your body position or the way that it's going to, the way you're going to kick the ball. The keeper dives that way and he just kicks it that way anyway. Okay, you have a point. Proof that it doesn't work because the keeper goes, right, I'm going this way. And then <laughs> Martinez, he's just hovered in the air, goes, yeah, I'm going to stick it that way. <laughs> You yeah you you do have a point. He however, looks stupid. However, he looked he he may have looked stupid. It's that grey hair. He's going senile. <laughs> he may have looked stupid. However, um, doesn't matter, does it? Because two minutes later, he scored. So, whatever. What are the predictions on this? Uh, I said two two actually for all my confidence in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, you said three two to Atlanta, so you got this one right. Wow, I celebrate an Atlanta win. 
Um, so you get, we'll tally these up in a moment. I've lost, kind of lost count. Uh, <laughs> so I got five points for Real Salt Lake. You got five points for the LA Galaxy game. Uh, Sunday, some good games on Sunday. Two wins, two home wins. Seattle versus Minnesota United. Um, we both said Seattle would win. We fancied that they'd get the first win of a season. And go on. That, you wanted to have a rant. First of all, I, fair play. We both predicted a Seattle win. Like, after all these games, I feel like that's quite impressive. Yeah. But he was against Minnesota, though. And it kind of happened. I, I said it would be 3-2. And I'd said Seattle will take a couple of goal lead. Then Minnesota will come back. And kind of what happened. But we just Minnesota didn't get that second goal. So, my only issue with this game is New Who. Now, we talked about him last week. Yep. He's terrible. He's really bad. I don't want to go on about it, but just what, just watching him, he's really, really bad. I mean, now go on. I mean, for the goal, if you watch... I, <laughs> Ramirez's goal. Yeah. For Minnesota, yeah. If you watch the way the ball comes into the box, Ramirez is stood next to Nuhu. He then drifts behind him. Nuhu has no idea. He turns round. Oh, where's he gone? No idea. He then runs away from him. And the like. it's a completely free head. It's just terrible defending. He's not aware. It's exactly like last week. Not aware that there's a man behind him. Doesn't track him. And he scores. And he was poor all over the pitch. Well, Seattle are at LAFC this weekend, so <laughs> you can't be... He's in for a those, torrid time. Yeah, you can't be making those mistakes. Uh, but well done to Seattle getting the first win. We uh, we had been contemplating doing a Seattle special the longer this went on. <laughs> um, instead, we've chose this week to do a, a Toronto special, which we're going to be uh, chatting to Tim, a Toronto fan, very shortly. But first, let's just round it up. Uh, Portland 3, New York City 0. You said New York City win this 3-1. I said Portland win 2-1. So I get five points for my prediction in this. And it was just a... a Portland, for me, are back to where they should be. They're back smashing it. That's because they're playing at home. Providence Park, they absolutely dominate and they did it again on Sunday. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, Good to see. I mean... I think everybody kind of found it a bit satisfying that NYCFC finally lost a game. Uh, but good to see Portland. I didn't like to see them falling away the, the way that they were. They had a lot of road games to start the season. It's good to see as soon as they're back home, they're back on it. Uh, and that's going to make for an interesting few weeks because if they are playing that well, if they are back, as we would say, then it's going to be interesting to see where they end up over the next couple of weeks. The last match, Houston versus Toronto. Uh, you got a bit of stick on social media this weekend for your comments on Toronto, didn't you? Just a little bit. I stand by them though. This has really annoyed me, and we'll get we'll uh, we'll talk through this when we when we speak to Tim. Okay. But but Toronto losing five one to Houston. Yeah, well, uh, Toronto again. I mean, they made changes against uh, Colorado the week before. They kept those changes. Didn't learn the lesson. No, they didn't. And, uh, I mean, I think it was eight changes against Colorado. Then they, they made two changes this week, but obviously they didn't bring the players mm. back in. They're saving them. They uh, they play uh, Chivas on uh, Wednesday evening, Thursday morning here in the UK. So good luck to Toronto. 
in that Champions League. I would love for them to win it, first of all, because we want an MLS team to win it. Second of all, it would justify the amount of changes that they've made and losing 2-0 at Colorado and 5-1 against Toronto. I kind of predicted they'd lose. I said 3-1 to Houston. You said 2-2, so you didn't think they'd win either. Yeah, because I, I'll, talk, I'll tell you why. I thought they're not going to rest players again. And not after being humiliated by Colorado. Then they're just not going to do it. And then they did, and they, they made even more changes. So uh, I'm I'm really I'm disappointed in Toronto, to be honest with you. I, I think we have to give Houston credit. You, you, they scored five goals in against who, who whoever you play. They scored five goals. It's impressive. Um, but similar to when they beat Atlanta, first game of the season, first goal was a giveaway. It was literally handed to them. From then on, they were just a dominant force. Like I say, fair play. Don't want to just skip over it because it wasn't a full-strength Toronto side, but it wasn't a full-strength Toronto side. No, it wasn't. Um, yeah, it was disappointing for Toronto. But again, if, if you don't know, they, if they're, they are concentrating on the Champions League, MLS is different. We need to say MLS is a lot different to, say, the Premier League, where if you, for example, in the Premier League or La Liga or Bundesliga or whatever... Let's say, so Manchester City have won the league. Let's say yep. they decided, right, we're going to concentrate on the group stages of a Champions League, make sure we smash that, and then we'll start concentrating on the league. If they found themselves, uh, how many points are Toronto behind New York? So they're 14 points behind. So if they found themselves 14 points behind after eight games. Season over. Yeah, season over. You ain't catching up. I know they've got games in hand, but they're not catching up. MLS, they've got, a couple of games in hand, and they're only six points uh, off the playoffs. So it isn't necessarily season over. So I guess you can do it more in MLS rest players. However, yeah, it just for it. It's this whole sacrifice. The mm. sacrifice that's being made, I feel, is does not. I don't think it's worthy of dropping this many points in MLS, making this many changes, especially when you've you've. Even got a mountain to climb in in the cup final. The, you know, they're behind. It's going to take a massive performance. And even if they now go and win it, that great. But then you're bottom of MLS. And then you've got work to do. It'll be really interesting if this weekend they start playing the, the big players again. You know, they bring in the likes of Altidore and Giovinco, you know, Bradley. These players, these big-name players that Toronto, that basically Toronto... They they absolutely smashed the MLS last year. They they no team has done as well as how um, uh, Toronto did last year. No, these players have got to come back. So you would fancy them, especially with five home games. Oh, in the I next do. Six it's going to be really interesting to to see them try and climb back up. But my my point is okay. So for example, at halftime, uh, on our at MLS UK show Twitter, we posted. Houston Dynamo are two goals up at the break against MLS champions Toronto FC. Correct? Yeah. Factually correct. I said Manitas and De Silva both struck in the first 10 minutes. So after 10 minutes, they were 2-0 up and it was 2-0 at halftime. Factually correct. Yep. Ryan. Ryan tweeted us last week and he tweeted us this week as well saying TFC's B team are not the MLS champs. Now... What's Ryan's point here? He's saying that because in the tweet we've said Houston are 2-0 up against the MLS champions, he's saying, well, yeah, but the TFC's B team aren't the MLS champions. My argument here is 
Toronto FC had a full squad to choose from, right? Yeah. They didn't select a, a, a full-strength side, nowhere near it. And they're 2-0 down at half-time. Toronto FC are the MLS champions. They had players available, they didn't play them. That's no one else's fault. That's no one else's issue. Now, I want Toronto FC to go and win against Chivas. I want them to go and rep MLS in this in this Champions League fixture final. But if you're going to do that, you have to accept that it's only Greg Vanny that's making that decision. And if you haven't got the squad depth to do it, as demonstrated against Colorado, don't do it again. And, and you know, TFC fans say, well, yeah, but it's only, our, it's only our B team or it's only our C team. Well, that's your issue. Mm. That, that's, that's Toronto FC not fielding a strong side. If you want to do that, fine, but you're going to get hammered. And you have. Well, I tell you what, let's get a Toronto fan on. Let's get Tim on. Uh, and uh, let's discuss this with a member it's gonna be awkward now. of the TFC army. Like I say, I'd, I'd, I want Toronto to do well, but I want, I want to talk to someone about this. I need to get it off my chest. <laughs> Tim, you're a Toronto fan, right? That's correct. So welcome to the MLS UK show. Thank you very much for joining us. What's, uh, what do you make of an interesting start to the season? <laughs> Now, it certainly has been interesting. Um, I, I can see where the club is, is looking towards and that, uh, you know, the focus, even after we had won the MLS Cup last year, uh, immediately shifted to the winning the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, I, I, can see with, I can see what they're trying to do and that with the way the league is structured that, you know, there's really enough points on the board at this point to, to get into the top four. Um, uh, as far as the playoffs go. But, yeah, it's certainly been – the team selections have been a bit interesting. I, I don't know if it was necessary for them to go as sort of bare bones in the last two uh, league fixtures. Uh, certainly, you know, with some of the – basically just been made up of, of some of the fringe, uh, fringe squad players as well as bringing in a player from the USL on loan and then, uh, you know, quickly signing – uh, some players from TFC two to get them into the team. Um, yeah, it, it's certainly been uh, controversial over here as well. Uh, I would say that more more people than not uh, believe that it was probably the, the right move, but there's certainly been uh, people uh, such as myself or one that maybe think that uh, they could have gone about rotating the squad a little better. Uh, Tim, do you think because uh, Toronto lost the game to Chivas, do you think it's easy to criticise, whereas if they would have won and going into the second leg uh, in a good position, maybe you'd think, oh, well, the changes were fine? Well, it, certainly it doesn't make it, it, doesn't make it uh, any easier for the, for the club to defend what they've done. Um, I think that's a valid point. I think that had they, had they taken a lead down to Mexico, uh, it might have been a di- bit different. Um, and some of the comments from the supporters immediately after the game were, you know, there's really no excuse for losing this match. We've rested our players. Uh, you know, they've had time off to train, uh, to prepare themselves. And, and yet here we are down to one head in Mexico with a very difficult task out of us. So I think there's certainly some validity at that point. Absolutely. I think this this is my issue is that uh, I, I, get what, I get what he's trying to do. I understand that, you know, you need, you need your players fresh for, for these big games. But... If they now don't go on to win this, they're now they've got a huge mountain to climb in in MLS as well. For sure, um, 
you know, they've got three games in hand on the top team uh, at the moment, New York, who's, of course, dropped points last night. Um, you know, it's a tough one because the league is structured as such that really, because of the way the playoff system works, you look at it almost like we just have to get in. But at the same, at the same time, um, you know, I, I think it really starts and ends with the league, in my opinion. And to really, to really sacrifice your league campaign like we have at the start, um, maybe, yeah, it's a tough one. It's, it really is, uh, it's really is tough to say, uh, you know, whether, whether what they're, what they've done is, is right and how, how things will come out in the end. Uh, well, Tim, in, uh, when we've mentioned it on our Twitter page about the Toronto start and then there's been conversations happening around that have tagged us in it. Uh, so a few people pointing out that a few years ago, Montreal had the luxury of a few teams saying, all right, let's postpone the match. You get you get ready for the Champions League final. Do you think Toronto are being penalised just because you're that good and you had an amazing season last year that some clubs are going, actually, no, no, you can do both. Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, I, I certainly look at uh, Houston, um, who was unwilling to to uh, reschedule their their tie with us at the weekend. Um, and and really, if you're if you're going to the clubs and saying to them, you know, will you move your tie? What incentive is it for them? You know, they want to get their points on the board. They know that they're going to be playing a vastly weakened uh, uh, TFC squad. Um, but is it a bit unfair? Possibly, uh, you know, certainly it was done for Montreal. They did it earlier in the season for TFC, uh, I believe, between the T- the Club America tie. I believe, uh, you know, they, they rearranged fixtures for us. So, um, I, I, it, it's a bit it's a bit perplexing on that end as well. Uh, perplexing all the way around for the, for everything. To be fair. <laughs> um, one one point that that I want to sort of that making clear up is I I tweeted sort of. Almost in disbelief at the the squad that that Vanny had had put out for the game against Houston, um, I I found it really difficult to to understand because I think you see teams all over the world involved in different competitions. Sometimes in the Premier League, you're talking four or five at the same time, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, you, surely you can play. You know, I understand the distance and I understand the altitude and all of that, but surely you can play two games in a week if you are the best team in MLS. Certainly. Um, and we've got players to, we've got players in our squad that are suited to this uh, type of fixture congestion. I mean, Michael Bradley last year, uh, you know, I can remember between our, our domestic cup competition here in Canada, the league, um, you know, we had, we had a, a pretty good fixture backs, backlog there in the summer. And Bradley, Bradley participated in every game. So, uh, you know, he's fit. His body's prepared for. He doesn't break down injury-wise. Like, say, if you're playing um, a Josie Altador maybe in, in four games in 12 days, you're going to think twice about that. But there are certainly players in our squad uh, that, are, that are up to that and, and can, certainly, uh, can certainly, you know, pull through that for us. So uh, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean, one thing that we need to make clear is that we are 100% behind Toronto. We want them to go and, and represent MLS and, and go and bring this cup home. Of course we do. Um, but one one thing that's kind of made me laugh is that uh, we've tweeted, you know, the result. We've tweeted saying, you know, what, what are they doing? They're, they're getting hammered 5-1 to, to Houston. And people are going, yeah, but it's not our, it's not our b- best team. It's our B team or it's our C team. <laughs> 
but th- well that's fine and i understand that but it's still toronto like you can't expect me to i'm not going to write toronto 2 or tfc 2 or toronto's b team like it's toronto you know giovinco was available bradley was available altidore was available the, you know it's surely vanny's fault in a way you know if he's going to rest these players you, you know you you're going to have to expect a, a, a tough time of it yeah absolutely um you know i don't i don't think I don't think it's a valid excuse, like you're saying, to say that this is our, our B squad, our C squad. Um, you know, certainly we're, we're, I mean, defending the players, obviously you've got some players out there that haven't, um, you know, they've seen limited time. Uh, you know, uh, Edgar Akeche, has a, he's having a tough time adjusting to MLS at the moment. Uh, you've got some players that have come in from TFC2, obviously, that haven't, uh, haven't played at this level before. But you're absolutely right. When you've got those players ava- that are available to you, uh, you can't sit there and fall back on the excuse that you know this is our this is a weekend side. We've got the players; they're there. Um, there's certainly players like we've like we've touched on that would be available uh, to to at least, um, like I said, coming back to rotating the squad that would at least be available uh, to play in in you know one of those league games. Uh, you know, go into say a Colorado situation where. They, it, it's a good. It would be a good test for them to play at altitude because that's what they're going to be playing out of Mexico. So, um, you know, that's certainly certainly uh, validity of that argument as well. Is that you can't just sit there and fall back on that because you've got players available. Uh, well, Tim, looking forward to uh, the match. I mean, a lot of people will be listening to this podcast after the second leg is played. So uh, let's see how we do. Do you think Toronto can go to Mexico with all the players back and? Pull off a, a bit of a surprise and and bring the cup home. Oof, put me on the spot here. Uh, <laughs> is it possible? Certainly, um, I, they can. I can see them getting it done, but is it likely? Uh, probably not. <laughs> and and once this, once all is said and done, what are Toronto's chances in MLS? I know, in the grand scheme of things, we're only just getting started. But to be to be right down where where they are, um, looking back on the fact that even against Columbus when they did have a full-strength side and against Montreal as well, they didn't get the results they needed. What is the realistic expectation for, for MLS this year? Well, I think realistically they, the top four is still obtainable for sure. Um, you know, having said that, we're looking at, we've got two or three games on, on the majority of the teams. So, you know, picking up maximum points in, in, in those games, which obviously isn't assured. Um, and then... You know, you've got to you got to go on a, a a string of of wins and put together some performances to get results. Um, you know, that's that's ultimately what has to happen. We really we really can't afford any blips now. The rest of the season where we're, we're dropping points, you know, in consecutive matches, um, it, it's going to be tough. I don't I don't think I don't I don't want to say that the supporter shield is is probably out of sight, but at this point. It's such a massive gap, isn't it, to try to pull back? Uh, so I would say top four, realistically, is, is still within sight. Well, with uh, a couple of games in hand and five out of the next six games at home, Tim, it's, it's funny because we're discussing this now. In a couple of weeks' time, we could be looking back and suddenly you've, you've won all five home games and you are in the top four and there's no problems at all. But we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. Certainly capable of, uh, of going on, a, on that run 
racking up points fairly quickly so it's going time will tell completely um well we wish you all the luck um for for repping mls uh in the in the final and uh, good luck for the rest of the season as well cheers thanks for having me boys elliot holman henry hewitt mls uk show i feel better now <laughs> it's nice to speak to an actual toronto fan who uh agrees who, with me well kind of yeah he agreed with me. He agreed with you, yeah. Good luck, Toronto. Uh, we really hope that uh, you've won in the Champions League if you're listening to this afterwards or if you're listening to it before. I really hope you do win. It's a lot of messing, isn't it, trying to cover our backs for everything? Yeah. Uh, well, good luck. And uh, let's hope we get the uh, the actual Toronto back at the weekend when they play Chicago. Oh, fight. yeah, I'm bored of this whole thing now. Yeah, move on. It's um, gone on too long. So uh, we've been actually totting up our predictions. And oh, this should be good. I've won this week. Oh, what a shock. Who did the totting up? You. Yeah, it was oh. me, but I know I did win. So what we're doing is we're, we're doing predictions on every MLS game each weekend. Five points for a correct outcome. For example, we both said SKC had beat Vancouver, so we both get five points. However, none of us said 6-0, but if one of us had said 6-0, you'd get 10 points. So five points, correct outcome, 10 points, correct score. Uh, we'll be doing this when we're covering the matches this weekend, later on in the podcast. And if you want to have your save, you want to play along, uh, all you need to do is tweet us or DM us at MLS UK Show. And if you do well, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Also, if you do horrifically bad, <laughs> we may give you a mention yeah. as well. Disclaimer. Um, congratulations to Daniel. He got more points than I did. Uh, less than me. He got 30. Yeah. Daniel got 30 points. Henry got 35 and what did I get? 25. No, it's not important. Uh, so, yeah, Daniel got in touch on Twitter after we uh, we said last week to do it. So, hopefully, you'll play along as well. Let's get a load of people. And uh, it just makes more work for me, having to tot everything up. <laughs> but uh, let's have a bit of fun with this. So, I win week one. However, now it's time to talk fantasy. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So... Fantasy football. Um, so, so, so. If you're, if you're just catching up with a podcast, you've not been listening in recent weeks. A few weeks ago, Elliot forgot to update his team. I got like 70 more points from him one weekend and I uh, I went ahead in the league standings. Since then... However... Yeah, since then, um, I've had a difficult time of it. I say difficult. <laughs> it's only because I've, I've forgot to update my team last few weeks. And this really worried me, I must admit, when on Saturday morning you text me saying, I put Johnny Russell in my team, and I responded <laughs> with, I forgot to do mine. <laughs> However, uh, Zussi actually got me 16 points, so I was actually only two behind you. I don't get that. Johnny Russell scores a hat-trick, and Zussi got, gets... yeah. It's weird sometimes how uh, how the points are given out. I, I don't quite get that. I'll have to look into it on the MLS website. Um, so I'll tell you what. I'll go through my team first. Okay. And then you can tell me which players made you win. <laughs> uh, so 73 points. Joe Bendick, like Beckham's got. Uh, Blanco, of course, eight points. He just he, Can I just point out, who do you have in goal? Robles. What's your team name? Joe Bendit like Beckham. You may continue. That's only because Orlando didn't play one weekend and had to change it. Well, Robles only got me one point. Uh, Blanco and Higuain for Columbus uh, got me eight. 
Bradley Wright Phillips, my captain, got me 20, and Nicolich got me 8. So the rest were just 1s and 2s. So uh, that's that's basically all I can say on mine, is if it weren't for Bradley Wright Phillips and Zussi, I would have had an even worse week. The average score was 63.8. Ah, there we go. So you were above average. Like always. Uh, Elliot? 87 points uh, for me. Joe Bendick in goal? Yeah. Two points. Uh, it was poor in, in across the back line, I'll be honest. Beta Shaw, just the three points. Uh, and Sané got me one point. It, it wasn't good at the back. However, I have kind of sacrificed my defence just to have a really strong midfield. Sasha Kleschen, eight points. Higuain, eight points. Miguel Almiron, 14 points. <sighs> and Johnny Russell, 18 points. Potential captain, I think, Johnny Russell. Uh, up top, Diego Rossi, 14 points, captain. And Carlos Vela, 14 points. Strong week, 87 points. And I have pulled above you in the league. Yeah, well, we're still in 14th and 15th, so we're still exactly, well, basically exactly in the middle. Uh, but so you've we... got 448 points. I've got 463. So that's, what, 15? So you're 15 above me. I promise I will. I will. I will try and remember to update mine this week. But <laughs> Excellent. What? That... I thought you were going to be like, I will beat you. I will come and I will smash it. And you just went, I will try and remember to update. But the thing is, I've not even updated it. I've got 73 points. That's pretty good. All right, show off. So I might just leave it's it. Because everyone played. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see you this weekend. Uh, John Colby's mates who, uh, who followed me on Twitter. Oh, oh, I so... got more points than John Colby's mates this week. No, you didn't. He got 103. Oh, what? Don't try and take this from John Colby's mate. Oh, the other day I had more points than him and I was like, yes. Oh, no. Uh, he's a Houston fan. We always uh, we always mention him every week because he's always top of the league. He actually followed me. So uh, John Colby? Yeah, and his or mates. his mates? Garcia. Uh, Houston's millions. Not related to me, but uh, Mr. Hewitt is uh, in second LA Galaxy fan. So... We'd like to see if you're in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and below. We need you to get more points because I, I do want a bit of a, a battle going on at the top. Yeah. Whereas me and Elliot just stay in 14th and 15th. Mid-table mediocrity because we are a Norwich fan and a Bolton fan, and it's just what we do. This week in MLS, let's do some predictions. Right, this week kicking off Vancouver Whitecaps versus Real Salt Lake. Another Friday night fixture. Elliot, what's your prediction? Tie. A tie? Yeah. What score? 2-2. Two, two. Oh, okay. Uh, wow, that sort of threw me a bit. Um, <laughs> the fifth and sixth in the league, in the old Western Conference, same points. So I can understand why you've gone 2-2. Two, two. I, yeah, I, well, I think Vancouver will... Uh, we'll get back to winning ways, actually. I think it'll be 2-1 to Vancouver. Okay. Atlanta United versus Montreal Impact. Oh, this is on Sky Sports Football in the UK, Saturday evening. Atlanta, they're at home. Montreal have uh, not had a great few weeks. 5-0 Atlanta. <laughs> really? Yep. 5-2. <laughs> Okay. Um, did I sway your decision in what I did with my prediction there? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> right, next game. This is on Sky Sports Mix. A Saturday evening, 8pm. Toronto FC versus Chicago Fire. Uh, let's just see where the league at the moment. Eastern Conference, uh, yet Chicago, 7th. They've gone up a bit from their defeat to a few defeats. They've beat New York Red Bulls. They've gone up the table a bit. Toronto, let me go. What? 11, bottom of the league. So it's the bottom of the league versus Chicago. Do you know what I predict for this game? Greg Vanny, after this final, go, yeah, they're a bit they're a bit tired. Um, um, have we got any more kids? Can we get the kids on? Yo, mascot, stick a shirt on. Honestly, I hope they get absolutely battered. I don't, and I don't think they will. I think it'd be 3 1 to Toronto. 2 1. To Toronto. <laughs> Uh, Philadelphia Union v DC United. Philly at home. Good at home, unless they're playing Orlando. I'm going to go... They can't score. Philly just don't score. Yeah. I'm going to go 1-0 Philadelphia. If you're going to bet on goals this weekend in MLS, this game probably isn't the one you're going to do it on. Uh, Philadelphia only scored... Be great odds. Yeah, Philadelphia haven't scored many. Uh, DC only scored six. You know what? In an attempt to try and coax more oh goals out, God. I said nil nil. Montreal LAFC. No, no. I, this is gonna. We drew a nil nil. This is gonna be my nil nil this week. What's wrong with you? We drew one. Don't encourage it. I'd rather get points for getting one than be disappointed. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. <laughs> Uh, Columbus Crew versus San Jose Earthquakes. 3 0. To Columbus? Yeah. Yeah, I think Columbus will win as well. I reckon. In trouble, San Jose. Yeah, second bottom in the Western Conference. Um, I think Columbus will win. I reckon it'll be 3 1. Okay. New England Revolution, Sporting Kansas City. Oh. SKC. Johnny Russell will be my captain, so he won't score. <laughs> um, New England are a bit of a hard team to sort of predict mm. at the moment. SKC aren't. No. No, I can see this being a draw. 2-2. Two, 1-0. Two. Minnesota United v Houston Dynamo. I think Houston will find it a bit more difficult this week. 2-0 <laughs> Houston Dynamo. You know what? And I, I know I have a habit of going for the home team, which I have in pretty much all of my predictions so far. But uh, Minnesota, they can grind out a victory. I know they've they've lost the last three or four, I think, but they can grind out a victory at home. Yeah, I, I just think 2-1 Minnesota in this one. LA Galaxy versus New York Red Bulls. You know what? Since Latans arrived... LA Galaxy seems to be having like box office games. Yeah. It's as if they thought, well, you know, let's not bring him on against, uh, I don't know, Minnesota. Let's do it in all these big games. Uh, I think New York Red Bulls, I think 2 1. LA Galaxy 3, New York Red Bulls 4. Oh, that's a nil nil then. Uh, now, a match is on Sky Sports Mix Sunday, 9pm. You're going down to London to watch this. Right. So, kickoffs at 9 o'clock UK time. Yep. I'm going to an Orlando City watch party. Now, 
so many fans that are going owe our group a round of drinks, me included, because of previous results and things that have happened. I do predict that by nine o'clock, I won't be in any fit state to understand what's actually happening. So I'm going to go crazy score. Go on. Um, Colorado Rapids, two. Yeah. Orlando City, five. Hmm. Uh, Orlando, they've won four in a row. They've had the fun. 2-1 Orlando. Yes! Coming around to my way of thinking. Moving on very quickly. Uh, New York City v FC Dallas. This is also on Sky Sports. This is uh, half 11 on Sunday. You've got to fancy New York City to get back on winning ways. I'm going to say, even though FC Dallas are unbeaten, they're playing well, I just think New York City will be too much for him. I'm going to say 2-0. 3-0. And last but not least, LAFC home game. Party atmosphere. It's such a shame this is on at 2 a.m. I, know. I feel like I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go to bed early and then get up, I think. Yeah, I'll probably stay up and watch this, actually. LAFC versus Seattle Sounders. Seattle will be looking to get off the bottom of the Western Conference. Now they've got their first win. LAFC... Still second, despite losing two games um, a few weeks ago. I just think home game, LAFC will just start with a bang, I think. first, Yeah, first home game, 4-0. Alright, 4-2. Okay. Uh, right, so as we said, feel free to send us your predictions. Uh, you can DM us or tweet us at MLSUKshow. You can email us as well, hello at mls.show. Let us know. And uh, if you do well, if you do badly, we'll mention you on the podcast next week. (laughs) Yeah, good luck to everybody getting involved in that. Um, Orlando going for five. Come on, boys. Atlanta can go top. Come on, boys. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy another week of soccer. Let's hope for more goals. Let's try and beat that record. Yes. Right. That's it. See you next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.